This is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Albert Lalonde provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde. Hello, and welcome back to Own Your Retirement. My name is Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 586-752-7008 or visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. And while at my website, click on the podcast page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You know, though many financial experts had long been expecting it, when the news broke on May 4th that the Fed was raising the interest rates by a half a point, you know what? It still felt like a thunderclap. You know, news networks and websites spent much of the rest of the day breathlessly debating what the Fed's decision could mean for the economy. Now, of course, many of those stories, while informative and important, didn't always spend a lot of time discussing what the rate hike means for the average Americans who have money in the market or who may be very close to retirement, a time when economic anxiety, well, often spikes. So on our episode today, we're going to do our best to break down the Fed's decision and examine what it means for not only the economy, but for people just like you. But before we take a stroll through the wonderful world of Fed rate hikes, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who I think is top-notch, even if he doesn't get big headlines in the Wall Street <laughs> Journal. Hey, Tony, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> yeah, I don't need fame. I mean, uh, <laughs> co-hosting this show with you is all the reward I need. Oh. And, uh, that's the that's as much fame as I can handle, is being associated with you. I mean, that's, oh, that's very awesome. Nice th- of you. There you go. Well, Albert, <laughs> as far as the topic today, I think you've got a great one picked out because, I mean, the majority of stories I saw about the Fed's, uh, you know, uh, news on raising the interest rate, uh, it focuses on the economy in a pretty broad way, these stories. and uh, But to your point, I think there are a lot of people out there who are unsure of maybe what this means for them, right? What the rate yes. hike is going to mean. For them personally, and I, I'm curious as well, how is this going to affect my family and, and myself? So uh, I think this is going to be a great topic. I know that you've been keeping busy, haven't you? I have, you know, still uh, working on the house on the weekends, but weather's getting nice. So sure. uh, outdoor yard work is uh, obviously in play right now. <laughs> sure. So where do you want to begin? Well, we're going to use a number of really interesting articles to frame today's conversation. But let's start with the CNBC uh, article. Here's what the Fed's half point rate hike means for your money that just came out. Well, let's just say hours after news about the rate hike broke. So first, the article notes that the Fed's half point increase, well, is it's the largest bump that we've seen in more than two decades. Uh, So you're probably asking yourself, why now? Well, at root, The increase is a response to our current and much publicized bout of significant inflation. As CNBC uh, explains, the Fed is trying to walk a very fine line of tamping down inflation without damaging the economy. 
So the rate hike could help the skyrocketing prices you're paying at the pump, the grocery store, and let's say the lumber yard. But as with any other piece of our financial lives, there could also be a downside. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they're walking a fine line. They're trying to uh, control inflation by raising interest rates, but it also affects other things, businesses, the market. Um, So give our listeners out there a 40,000 foot view, a big overview of what role interest rates serve in our economy. How, How does the Fed changing the rate actually change the economy? Well, the federal rate, which the central bank sets, well, is the interest rate banks use to borrow and lend money to each other, basically. So though that's not necessarily the rate the average person pays, an interest rate hike typically impacts the borrowing and saving rates you and I will see day to day. Now, to put it even more simply, higher interest rates mean borrowing costs more and that savings will eventually earn more. So in the current climate, it may be a smart move to pay down debt, especially credit cards and other variable rate debts and dedicate more money to actually traditional savings. Right. So my first question after the rate hike was, how is this going to hit our listeners and hit the average person out there? Oh, very good and very important question, Tony. Uh, in fact, the quick answer is that both credit card borrowers and home buyers could soon see increases. In fact, CNBC is pretty straightforward in its predictions that short-term borrowing rates, especially for credit cards, are almost certainly going to surge. Now, generally, credit cards come with variable rates, and that means those rates are directly tied to the Fed's rate. That means you may want to be prepared for a percentage rate jump within your next handful of billing cycles. Yikes. And, and you know, you've talked about ways to pay down debt before on previous shows, and mm-hmm. I know you've focused heavily on paying off your highest <laughs> interest rate credit cards first. So it seems to me like um, a percentage rate jump is a good reason to sit down with somebody like yourself and hammer out a strategy, right? Oh, I couldn't agree more, Tony. As the article highlights, credit card rates are currently sitting at a, well, whisker over 16%, which is certainly a lot higher than just about any other consumer loans that's out there. But after the Fed's decisions, it's possible that credit card rates could nudge up to about 18.5% by the end of 2022. And while a 2.5% jump may not sound like a lot, once you start paying the bill each month, you're going to notice. Right. And uh, remind folks what some of your recommendations are then, Albert, for getting out from under excessive credit card debt. Well, in addition to working, obviously, with a financial service professional, you can call your credit card company directly to try and negotiate a lower rate. If that doesn't work, you may also want to consider consolidating high interest rate debt and then using a lower interest home equity loan or personal loan to pay it off. Now, an interest-free balance transfer credit card may also be a solution in this scenario as well. Oh, okay. Uh, What does the rate hike mean for homeowners? How does that affect Uh, this? Yes. Well, because many long-term mortgage rates are fixed, many homeowners won't be affected by the hike. However, the story is different for those looking to buy a home. Shortly after the Fed's news, the average interest rate on a 30-year fixed mortgage rate jumped to 5.5%, the highest we've seen since 2009. And according to CNBC, some experts think a rate of around, let's say 6% by the end of the year is possible. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, that's interesting. Now, uh, we've been talking about the fallout from the Fed's recent uh, rate hike, but I think a good point 
to make right now is, hey, you've got to be working with a financial services professional so you have a plan in place. How can our listeners get a hold of you to ask questions or get their own plan? Yeah, for sure. I mean, they can always give us a call at 586-752-7008 or visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. And remember, we're here to help answer your questions about your retirement. All right. Well, during that first segment, you were talking about how this rate increase could potentially affect things like credit card and mortgage rates. But I know we have a lot more to cover. What what kind of uh, impact could this rate hike have on auto loans, car loans? I know uh, you mentioned to me you recently got a vehicle. Uh, has the interest rate affected that yet or, or might it affect that this year? Um, yeah. In fact, uh, the CN- CNBC article, here's what the Fed's half point rate hike means for your money, uh, raises a really interesting point about auto loans. Uh, though auto loans are fixed, payments are ballooning because vehicle prices have gone up, which means that if a new car is, is let's say, part of your plan in the coming months, you're going to shell out more. Um, like auto loans, federal student loan rates are also fixed. So the bulk of borrowers won't be immediately affected. But while some private loans do have fixed rates, some others have variable rates that are linked to uh, LIBOR, uh, Prime, or even T-bill rates. And that means as the Fed's rate goes up, some borrowers are likely to pay more in interest, though just how much will vary according to the benchmark. Okay. So what does this uh, Fed rate hike mean uh, for savers, for your Ah, savings? Yes. Well, as the article explains, while the Fed doesn't directly influence deposit rates, they do typically correlate to changes in the target federal funds rate. So accordingly, the saving account rate at some large banks has been consistently at an extremely low average of 0.06%. Well, because deposit account rates are still largely controlled by brick and mortar banks, they've been very slow to tick up. And CNBC experts, or I should say expects, uh, that to continue for some time. So one important note here, though, thanks mainly to how much they save on overhead expenses, the savings rate from online bank is currently about half a percent. So a healthy jump above the rate from brick and mortar banks, obviously. Also, the top yielding certificate of deposit rates are currently north of 1%, which is even better than the high yield savings accounts. Yeah, still low. So so mm-hmm. anything through a bank, uh, the interest you're going to make is still low, but creeping up. Um, uh, but And the rate of inflation is taking a huge bite out of savings, though, right now, isn't it? Oh, you're definitely right, Tony. In fact, the current inflation rate is higher than all the savings rate we just discussed. And that means the money you have in savings is slowly losing its purchasing power, or like I could say, safely losing money. And while on the one hand, that's the you know disparity news, on the other hand, the savings vehicles you choose to utilize can make a difference. In fact, the article recommends ensuring the cash you have saved is getting a better yield because of the current period of rising rates. Well, yeah. And so obviously, uh, I've been taking notes here. This is a good conversation. And one of the things I have written down here is how does a rate increase affect the stock market? Because wow, the stock market has not been good this year. Mm -hmm. That's certainly a very vital question. Um, In fact, the Forbes article, what happens when the Fed rate uh, raises interest rates, uh, actually provides some really useful insights. Uh, As the article makes plain, 
high market interest rates have the potential to negatively affect the stock market. In fact, when the Fed increases the rate, borrowing often becomes more expensive. And that means the cost of doing business is costlier for public and private companies alike. Accordingly, as time goes on, the supply of money in circulation contracts, which generally lowers inflation while also cooling off the economy as a whole. Right. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, So the more it costs to borrow, the worse it is for business, basically. Right. Yes. And while it's not an absolute. That is often the case. Uh, in fact, if the expense of borrowing money rises too high, the opportunity to increase investment in capital goods may become much more difficult for some companies. Uh, in fact, for some public companies, a combination of higher costs and reduced business could lead to less revenue and stunted growth rate. And all of that could ultimately lead to reduced stock value. Yeah, I mean, that's a domino effect. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people understand that. I'm sure it's already caused a lot of people to pick up the phone and call their financial (laughs) services professional, right? Yes. In fact, speaking of dominoes uh, here, Tony, uh, Forbes notes that the psychological impact of the rate increase may be the biggest domino to fall after the Fed's decision. In fact, after a rate increase, it's not uncommon for some traders to hastily uh, sell off stocks and transition to a more defensive strategy. The problem is some of them do so before it can be determined what will happen after the increase has had time to work its way through the entire economy. Yeah, I think you've got a good point there because we've definitely seen a sell-off since the Fed raised the rate. And, and But my takeaway from all this is, hey, don't panic. Be patient. Make adjustments as needed. Work with a financial services professional and stick to your strategy. I think that's a good assessment. Um, In fact, Forbes also notes a rate increase will also impact your bonds because they're especially sensitive to shifts in the interest rate. Uh, So when the Fed increases rates, the market prices of existing bonds immediately drop. Excuse me. Why? Because, well, new bonds will soon enter the market, offering purchasers higher interest rate payments. Um, In fact, to reflect those higher overall rates, current bonds will drop in price to make their lower interest rate payments more appetizing to investors. So as the article tells us, when economic prices rise, the central bank generally increases its target rate in effort to cool an overheated economy. Additionally, inflation also decreases a bond's face value, which may be particularly concerning for longer maturity debts. So what's the best way then for the average person to navigate their way through all of this? Well, I'll stick with my tried and true advice um, here. Work with a financial services professional. In fact, in the days since the Fed announced its rate hike, we've well all been inundated with a wave of information, some of which has been good and some of which has been bad. Don't try and figure it out yourself. Work with someone who can guide you through it. Right. And so how can our listeners get a hold of you, Albert? They can visit me on my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or as always, give us a call at our office at 586-752-7008. All right. And you've been talking about this uh, Fed rate hike. It's a half a point increase. So half a percentage in interest rates, the Fed raised it. And, uh, it, you know, we've been talking about what it means for the economy as a whole and the average American's pocketbook out there, especially those near or in retirement. And what do you have for us next? 
Um, yes, <laughs> let's continue uh, here uh, discussing the potential ramification of the Fed's recent action by, well, focusing specifically on what it may mean for retirees and those close to retirement. So an AARP article, how the Fed's rate hikes will affect your finances, has some critical insights for us. First, the article notes that many financial experts uh, expect the Fed to make additional rate increases before the end of 2022. And while extremely low rates may have weakened your savings account, they also made it cheaper for you to borrow money. But with the Fed's recent news, as well as expected rate increases in the coming months, the bottom line is retirees and near retirees need to double check their strategies to ensure that their financial house is in order. Right. So does the AARP then largely agree with CNBC and Forbes, these articles you were talking about? when it comes to why the Fed made the decision it did? It does. And, you know, though it especially uh, points to inflation as the main driving force behind the rate increase, um, the article explains that the Fed's decision to move to a less stimulative economic stance is almost entirely geared toward fighting back against inflation. In fact, according to AARP, our current inflation rate is at a 40-year high. Wow. Yeah. So Wow. That's, that's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. In fact, the article also explains that in March of this year, consumer prices jumped a truly eye-popping 8.5% from where they were in March of 2021, which is the fastest pace since 1982 when President Ronald Reagan was less than two years into his first term in office. Now, at the same time, the nation's jobless rate is currently about 3.6%, very nearly uh, the number of Fed considers, uh, well, full employment. Sure. Uh, Maybe you could go into a little more detail, Albert, about what all this means for those who are retired or approaching retirement. Well, basically, the article explains that while the Fed's actions during the COVID-19 shutdown largely prevented a, well, catastrophe, some of those actions also made life difficult for retirees, well, who depend on reasonably safe and reliable income. For example, as we noted earlier in the show, money in savings currently only pays out 0.06%. Additionally, though, assets in money market accounts is currently paying out, well, a mere 0.08% in interest. And a 12-month CD currently yields a fairly paltry, well, 0.17%. So as the article says, low yields are great when you want to borrow, but aren't nearly as much fun, obviously, when you're looking to save. Sure. So does that does this mean it's all about to be sunshine and rainbows for savers? Or? <laughs> Not exactly, Tony. Uh, in fact, while the article does say that experts predict additional rate increases this year, as well as in 2023 and 2024, to let's say around 3%, because they're starting from such a low point, the gains people see on the cash they have in money market accounts and CDs will likely be modest. In fact, the article provides the following hypothetical, a $10,000 12-month CD that one year from now pays closer to 2% in interest would still generate a modest $200 in interest each year. Well, as you can imagine, if inflation remains high, your return on your savings still won't keep up with price increases on food, gas, and obviously other necessities. Okay. That's a good rundown of what retirees and near retirees who are focused on saving can expect in the months ahead, I guess. But what about people who may be looking to borrow in the near term? 
Mm, yes. I mean, retirees and near retirees are facing many of the same borrowing issues that are well confronting younger workers. Like we discussed earlier in the show, things like adjustable rate mortgages, home equity lines of credit and credit cards, which are all tied to the Fed's key rate will be on the rise. Now, to me, one of the biggest takeaways here is that if you're about to retire or are early in retirement, you may want to ramp up your efforts to get out from under high interest rates credit cards as quickly as possible. Remember, high interest rates are similar to inflation in that they drain your disposable income. And that means if you're retired, your ability to travel, enjoy hobbies, and just maintain your preferred lifestyle may be more difficult now. Yeah. I mean, I know retirees and near retirees are already uh, working with a financial services professional. A lot of them anyway are. But for those who aren't, doing so may make dealing with uh, rate increases a little easier. Yeah, I, I think that's right, Tony. Um, in fact, interest rate increases are always going to get a lot of news coverage, and it's only natural to feel worried when they happen. But the truth is, they often aren't the end of the world. A financial service professional is well-equipped to help you avoid making, well, overly emotional financial decisions. In many cases, a review of your financial strategy after a rate increase will reveal that you really don't need to make any adjustments at all, or if you do, those tweaks will be relatively modest. Yeah, that sounds good. This has been a great show today, Albert. Yes. You, yeah. Do you want to add anything else before we go? Yeah, you know, if you folks have questions or concerns about the Fed's recent rate hike and how it may affect your financial strategy in retirement, I encourage you, visit my website, www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or call my office at 586-752-7008 and discuss how my team may be to answer your questions and address your concerns. All right. Sounds good. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of... Let me redo that. Is your Skype... I couldn't hear you there for a while. I think Skype's cutting out. It is. That's back and forth, you and I. Okay. It's weird. There we go. All right. Thanks, Albert. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde. Have a great week, folks. Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com. Advisory services offered through Kaizen Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services are offered through Kaizen Financial Group LLC, an affiliated company. Albert Lalonde and Kaizen Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.